we'll be in, uh, where are we at? Psalm 73, Psalm 73, this afternoon, I'll come down here with y'all. This is, we ran this number of people, if we count James and Amber, we, we ran this number of people for about three years in our church, and we would have, anytime somebody new would come, somebody else would leave, and so we just kept, we rotated through, we kept the same number of people for a while. Uh, there, <clears throat> but uh, so this is this is fun this afternoon to a smaller crowd <clears throat> as opposed to the millions we usually have. Psalm seventy-three and verse twenty-two, starting in verse twenty-two, um, and then we're going to read through verse twenty-eight. I want to talk about resolutions today. Uh, Psalm seventy-three, starting in verse twenty-two. So foolish was I and ignorant. Uh, that uh, I was as a beast before thee, nevertheless I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom I, ha, have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is my strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo... They that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord uh, God, that I may declare all thy works. We're actually not going to spend much of any more time in this psalm. But I like that, that section of this psalm when I'm thinking about the new year, setting a resolution to be closer to God in the new year. And every year, um, either the last Sunday of the year or the first Sunday of the year, I, I like to preach a message on resolutions or a, a resolve for the new year, specifically and simply to draw closer to God. We have different resolutions, um, uh, get in shape and eat better and spend more time doing whatever and all these sorts of things, and they're good. Um, but I, I pray that we desire to have a healthier relationship with God in the new year. The closer I am to God, the more obedient I'm going to be. And we need to understand that uh, um, the start of that resolution has to be a relationship with God. If I don't have a relationship with God, then my relationship with God uh, can only get better, I suppose, but... Uh, um, that's where I got to start at, right, is my relationship with God. And I have to understand that God desires a relationship with me. 1 John 4.10 says, Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. Um, yes, we should strive for uh, that relationship with God. Acts 17.27 says uh, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him or search for him, and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. He's nearby. And so we should have a desire to grow our relationship with God. It starts with uh, making sure that we have a personal relationship with God. And we know that God promises to do His part uh, from us. Um, but really what I want to focus on for the rest of this afternoon is this thought of what can I do in my life to uh, grow my relationship with God? What are some practical areas um, that we learn from the Bible that I can grow my relationship with God, and I've got uh, seven of them, if I count my letters correctly, um, F, however, whatever F is, that's how many I've got today, A through F. Uh, so let's start with number one, 
letter A, however you want to write it down, is fine. How can I grow my relationship with God? Number one is very simply to talk to Him regularly. Talk to Him regularly. Uh, that's my prayer life. Making sure my prayer life is where it ought to be. First Thessalonians 5.17, a uh, familiar short, short verse, is pray without ceasing. Um, and we've talked about this a lot, about having a mindset of prayer, a continual mindset of prayer where throughout the day, I am just constantly praying and talking with God. Um, the more that I pray, the closer I'm going to get to God, the better relationship I'm going to have with God. And this goes with any relationship, right? The more you talk, the better it's going to be. And you could argue, well, some people say things they shouldn't say, and so it makes it worse. But um, the more you're communicating, the better the relationship is going to be. And so we have to talk to God regularly. If I want to grow my relationship with God in 2021, I have to talk to Him more. I have to talk with him consistently and with more regularity. Number two, not only talk to God regularly, but listen to God. Listen to God. Um, isn't it funny how um, and we've seen this with other people, and, and maybe you've seen it in your own life, where um, you're talking and then the other person responds and you never take the time to listen to what they had to say. Then you talk some more and they're like, I literally just told you that. Um, we have this conversation with our kids constantly. I'm sure Katie feels like she has it with me constantly as well. But, um, you know, where one kid will ask the question and we'll answer. We had it this morning, pulling into church. Um, came and asked a question. We answered it. We got out of the car. Brett asked the exact same question uh, within that amount of time. And <laughs> me and Katie at the same time said, we just answered that question. And so he got out and asked his brother because he still didn't remember what we said. But... Um, but we, 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 we talk to God regularly, but do we listen to God? God often speaks in that still, small voice. Um, have some quiet time, Don't, not to only pray and talk to God, but to listen to what God has to say to you. Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Part of being still is taking the time to listen. So stop talking. Be still, be quiet, be in uh, um, this, this place. And listen to God. I, I, I've probably said this before. I don't remember what I say where, but, um, uh, you know, I like, I like the idea of getting into a quiet place. I like outdoors, um, a field, woods, whatever, where it's quiet and just take the time to listen. Traveling in a car um, by yourself with nobody else in the car is a, is a time to really just listen to God and hear what he has to say. Uh, so number one, talk to him regularly. Number two, listen to God. Number three, um, and these aren't necessarily in order uh, as far as prioritizing, but get sin taken care of. Um, make sure that your life is clean, that it's where it needs to be. David prays the prayer, search me, O God. Know my thoughts, try me and know my way. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. First uh, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's talking to Christians. First John is a great book for Christians to study because that's who it's written to. But um, the idea and the remembrance of I cannot live life in sin. I cannot live with unrepented sin in my life. I need to make sure that my life is clean, that it is pure, that is where God wants it. And so if I want to get closer to God, sin is the, the one thing that hinders our relationship with God. And we have to get it out of our life or else we cannot grow closer uh, to God. Number four, go to church. Um, 
this is, you know, I've always felt weird as a pastor. I don't know why. Um, I always felt weird as a pastor preaching about church attendance. Um, I shouldn't. It's something God wants us to do. It's, it's something that's good and right for us to do. Um, you know the verse, to him that knows to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Um, the church is one of those things, Hebrews ten twenty five, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. It's funny, these verses and this verse in particular got a lot of um, play back in the spring um, when churches were going to online services. And uh, there were pastors who were very firm on the fact that you shouldn't be doing that. You should be meeting in person. And, and at that time, and I still stand by this, I said it's temporary. They're not asking us to never meet again. They're asking us to take a couple weeks. And, and I said, I don't think God has a problem with that. As a matter of fact, I think God um, is, is pleased by that. Um, if it ever got to the point where they were going to long term and, you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have sat out all summer. Um, but uh, nonetheless... The importance here of being together with believers, spending time together, worshiping together, praising God together, fellowshipping together, all of that is involved with the assembling of ourselves together. It is a, a way that Christians all throughout history, especially the history through the church, um, it, it, that's how people were helped. That's how people grew. And we can't sit at home, and I'm not talking about online services, but I mean avoiding church we cannot sit at home and and not grow and excuse me and grow in christ there are areas that we can grow in christ but ultimately if we're um, avoiding an area that god says is important we're not going to be able to grow the way that we should and i'm preaching to the sunday afternoon crowd so um uh, so it is what it is uh number five study the bible on your own uh taking time to not just in church not just when you're in a corporate religious setting but actually take time on your own to spend time with the Lord. 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You cannot rightly divide God's word if you don't study God's word. You, you cannot um, uh, understand God's word if you don't take the time to study God's word. If you're only going to hear it on Sundays or on Sundays and Wednesdays, it's not enough. It's intended for daily use. Acts 17.11 says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of mind, and searched the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. There was a daily studying of the Bible, not just for personal growth, but also to make sure that what they were being taught was correct. Um, I don't do this because I preached the messages, so I studied beforehand. Uh, I don't think it would be a bad idea for on a Monday in your devotional time, uh, to take a little bit of time and go back through the, the text that was used on Sunday. Read through it. Pray over it. Study it out. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mean to throw you off your regular routine. I think routines are good, so, uh, especially with devotions and things like that. But um, just it's, it's good to make sure that what other people are telling us is true biblically is actually true biblically. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Prove all things, hold fast to that which is good. That prove all things uh, is, is, again, to Scripture and to making sure that it is right according to God. Then lastly is, is simply to trust God. You want to draw closer to God. Yes, you need to pray. Yes, you need to listen. Yes, you need to study. Yes, you need to attend a preaching services, um, attend church. Yes, all those things are important, um, but you also have to make sure that you trust in God. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. All right, it's, it's not just a... 
trusting the Lord when it's convenient. If I'm trusting the Lord with all my heart, it's all the time. It's, 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 it's at all points. Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. So why should I trust God? Because he's able to do everything. And not only everything, he's able to do more than what I expect him to do. And that's, <laughs> it's not, I think it's funny when I say that because um, I should expect God to do everything. And yet, uh, so many times God answers my prayer and he goes above and beyond. I think, boy, I didn't even think about that. Uh, and uh, I should have. Um, I think about a dad and a son. There's a story. Um, they were out hiking and the dad heard a voice from above that said, hey, dad, catch me. And he looked up. And the son was flying through the air and the boy had jumped and then called for his dad. And he trusted all along that his dad was going to catch him. You know, with God, it doesn't matter at what point we call out. You remember um, Peter in the water. Lord, save me. And he would have drowned otherwise. God was already there and ready. Our relationship with God should be filled with that childish trust. That, uh, um, I don't know if that's the right word for it. I should say ignorant trust. That, that trust that no matter what happens, you don't know any better, but just to trust. And um, we should trust God. Uh, fully believing that uh, that old mindset of my dad can beat up your dad. Um, my, my God can beat up your God, can beat up your dad, can beat up your circumstances, can beat up whatever. And I know that's childish, but that, that's what we're talking about here, believing that God cannot fail, knowing that God cannot fail, and that he will always be there. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And I think we've learned or been reminded of that this year, um, that God hasn't left. As a matter of fact, like I said this morning, God has blessed our church um, to its uh, greatest point so far. Um, he's done more for us. That, I say that. Um, he's done it for us all along the way. But uh, we've seen more blessings this year than we've seen um, leading up to this year. And the Bible says in James 4.8 to draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. If you want to draw closer to God, it's, it's just as simple as doing it, right? We talk about that a lot with you have to make a choice, a conscious decision. Um, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. He made a conscious decision. And we can say all we want to, it, and it's like any other resolution. I want to lose weight this year. Okay, I'm going to have to do something about it, right? I can't say I want to lose weight and then not change my diet, not change my exercising habits. It just doesn't work. Um, if I say I want to draw closer to God, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to pray more. I'm going to have to read more. I'm going to have to attend faithfully. I'm going to have to um, serve God as he tells me. I'm going to have to trust God in all that he says and all that he does. Um, and in doing so, I will find myself closer to God. Um, and, uh, and God, in turn, is closer to us. God's right where he needs to be, um, waiting on us to come around. But let's resolve this year to, to draw closer to God as a church and as individuals, as families. Um, let's draw closer to God this year. Next week, we're we'll looking at the vision for 2021. We're keeping the same theme for multiple reasons, um, but nonetheless, we're keeping the same theme. And uh, but we'll have a, a new sermon on Sunday. I will not repeat um, last year's vision service message, but um, I'm excited about what the Lord has for us in 2021, and excited about what He's doing for us, how He's closed out this year with John and Julie joining. Um, with others coming faithfully, with 
baptisms a couple weeks ago, um, and Lord willing, one next week as well. Uh, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what God's doing, and I'm excited what's ahead for us. And uh, we'll share more of that information uh, next week. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for letting us come today. Thank you for um, allowing us to worship. And God, I'm so thankful for your word and what you give to us. And, and uh, God, how you provide so many things um, just right on time for what we need. God, I pray that you would continue to do so. Help us to be faithful. Lord, help us to draw closer to you. I pray for our church, God, that we would move forward in this new year. God, that we would progress, that we would um, be more of what you want us to be. Lord, that you would add to the church. God, that we would see people saved, people baptized, people join. Um, see friends just visiting. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you would do so much for us. We've got things coming up soon with the Heinz and the pastor's conference and uh, different, different things, Lord, that we just pray that for your continued provision and help for it. Thank you for the year that you've given us in 2020, and Lord, we pray for your help now as we enter into a new year. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Wednesday night, we'll plan on being here unless... We're only going to have a couple of us, and we might not, but, or if the weather gets bad. Um, but we will plan on being here Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. And if you need a Zoom invite, just let us know. Um, outside of that, Lord bless you. Thank you all so much uh, for sticking around uh, here for the afternoon service. I'll see you dismissed.